I got to admit it. I had you boys figured wrong. I thought you were scum. But you saved more lives today than you'll ever know. You led us to one of the sickest criminals in our history. This country owes you a debt. Uh, does that mean we're gonna get, like, money and stuff? <laughs> and chicks! We were supposed to score! <laughs> So on the Jacksonville Jackies, dude, I can't wait to like if the if Jaguar if the Jaguars win the Super Bowl, like I can't wait. Bandwagon, to, yes, I can't wait. Like, and you're gonna like I made the joke at the barbershop the other day too. Like I was like, you're gonna see people like you're gonna see like the the silhouette of the old like Seattle Seahawks like sticker that was on their car replaced. Carolina by, Panthers, yeah. Seattle Seahawks, Golden State Warriors, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you're gonna have like a Jacksonville Jaguar one that says since day one. Yeah. So. Estid, 1996. When it, it was 96. When 96, guys, man. Yeah. Dude, 96 was the greatest year of all time, dude. Yeah. Fucking Tupac was still alive. Shawn Michaels was world champion. Didn't they? They've been to a Super Bowl before, right? Jacksonville? No, they've never been. They've gotten close like this, but they've never fucking won. Yeah, I know. I know they definitely haven't won, but I thought they'd been to a Super Bowl. No, that's Carolina. They made it two. Carolina made it. Okay. Yeah, the two cat teams. Yeah, the two expansion teams. Yeah. But anyways, everybody, welcome to episode thirty-one. Uh, we are now officially fucking sounding good now. Yes. No sounding- more complaining about that. Hey, you guys sound like shit. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. I just had to wait till Christmas was over so that way we can have some good ass sound quality, but. <laughs> Uh, you'll hear later on in the podcast of how we uh, stepped our game up, so I won't spend too much time on that. But uh, today's episode is brought to you by the letter D. Yes. No, not I got really. nothing for that. No, there's nothing. It's not really. But this episode, so we're going to be talking about Unsolved Mysteries, Part 2. Um, and it's actually dropping on the 31st anniversary of the show, Unsolved Mysteries. So. Shout out to them. Shout out Keep to them. Keep doing what you're doing, boy. No, they're done, dude. I know. I'm just kidding. Rest I'd like peace. for them to come back. I, I'm so thrilled because I've been watching the new X-Files, and I'm so thrilled that all these shows that I love, like Black Mirror, is uh-huh. like doing things that would have happened in the 80s for years and years and years. We all these bullshit-ass TV shows like sci-fi. I'm a big sci-fi person, yeah. so I'm glad like there's like this like revival of good sci-fi, not, uh-huh. not like shitty and you can't forget fucking Will and Grace is back now, too. Oh, yeah. That show. That show's amazing. Friends is coming back or something, isn't oh, it? Oh, fuck that show. Yeah, I, don't, I have no... No, um... No interest. Like, I have... To me, Friends is like, it happened. I have no idea what it was about. Yeah, that's how I am with Seinfeld. Everyone talks about how funny Seinfeld is. Like, I've literally watched, like, three seconds of that show. Like, and I'm... I refuse to watch it. I'm not that white. Eh, it's not that bad of a show. Eh, it's like not that great of a show either. So no, I, I'm a Simpsons and Beavis and Butthead kind of guy. I didn't really watch a lot of TV. Yeah. Anyway, there's Daria. <laughs> Dude, Daria was good. Is Daria making a comeback? I feel like Daria could make a comeback today. I I, I hope it does. Yeah. Anyway, so. everybody. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the weirdest intro of all time. But anyways, uh, please continue to like and subscribe to our show. And give us some feedback how you like uh, this new sound quality that we were going after. So, um, that said, do you have anything, brother? Um, that.
that's it. All right. Shout out to Front Porch Music. We love you guys. Dude, we're in the 30s now, dude. We're in 30s? Yeah, we're at 31. 30, 30s. There's 31? Oh, dude, Jesus dude. Christ. And this is a first episode with fucking real mics now, dude. I know. I'm excited about that. Yeah. In case you can't tell, our voices sound way... We're in a fucking way stereo. Way more sexual now. <laughs> <laughs> you remember, like, those things, like, when you, like, before Ninja Turtles would come on, like, that little thing on the bottom would say, in stereo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's what we are in now, so we're finally, like, Ninja Turtles 1988 status right which now. Which all that meant was left and right speaker. Yeah. Which is what we're doing now, so. Yeah, so it's like, you're supposed to have an erection about that, like, yeah. back in 1988. <laughs> in stereo. And then, Teenage the, like, Mutant do. Ninja what was it? Was it when, like, the theaters had, like, Doobly surround sound or something? Doobly. What, what was it called? Dolby. Dolby surround sound, which is not even a thing anymore. That's no. like so antique now. Yeah, it's like Atmos, like MPX oh, yeah. or whatever. If you're not watching it at MPX, then you're probably... But I feel like, okay, if you're if you're going to buy like a movie ticket or whatever, and like you're going to see like fucking like Mrs. Doubtfire 2, like you don't need to see that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't need to see it. Or in whatever. 3D or whatever. It's like, no, nah, I'll just watch the regular one, like in the small theater in the back. Like, like there's some movies that are made for like oh, yeah. that MPX sound. Like, yeah, like when, I, when we Thor. go see Black Panther or whatever, yeah. like in February for my birthday, like yeah. I want to see that like in, in a nice theater. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Badass fucking movie. But like if I'm going to see Mrs. Doubtfire 2, like, you know, like, um, yesterday we were downtown and they had the thing for, was it The Godfather? Oh, yeah, at the Fox Theater? Yeah, and I feel like The Godfather is the kind of movie you can see in the Fox Theater. Oh, definitely. Like, you're not missing anything on, like, MPX, MPX or anything like that. Fucking, uh, what's the George Lucas's one? THX or whatever? Yeah. yeah Dude, no. I have a special love for that movie. Just because, oh. you know, you know, um... The beginning of the Downward Spiral, the Nine Inch Nails album, oh, where yeah. that dude being beaten up or whatever, yeah. that's who, taken who? from that movie. Oh, really? Is yeah. it when, like, uh, uh, the older brother gets his ass beat? It's, yeah, it's or like whenever the, they're the... getting beat up. That's yeah, where yeah. that sample comes from. Oh, okay. A lot of people don't know. Oh, fuck, I didn't know that. I learned that in today's shit. Fuck. Fuck, today's Now music, you know. Today's music is brought to you by The Godfather and... Nine Inch Nails. Downward Spiral. Don't kill yourself. Don't kill yourself. Stay, um, stay off heroin. No heroin. Dude, yeah, yesterday was awesome, though, man. Yesterday was pretty cool. We went and got these microphones. We went to Front Porch Music. Shout out to Front Porch Music. Shout out to Front Porch Music. I was gonna, I was gonna yelp it, like, to fucking see what that guy's name that helped us or whatever. Yeah. But he can't, like, because before we went in there, like, just a heads up, uh, this guy's gonna talk about Jonathan Davis a lot or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, I walked in there, and I was like, wow, this guy looks like he could be, like, Jonathan Davis's younger brother, though. Because uh-huh. like, they have, like, those same, like, kind of weird teeth or whatever. <laughs> And, like, he kind of had, like, that, like, you know, like, happy, like, nerd look to him or whatever. But, like, it was cool as fuck. Like, super chill. Yeah, so the story is, like, me and Art, we got, like, this pretty cool, like, mixer. So, like, we can actually have good sound quality on our podcast. Because that's, like, the only negative, like, feedback I've ever been getting about these shows. is just, like, our sound quality isn't, like, up to par. And I was like, yeah, I know. I'm just waiting for, you know, like, Christmas to pass by. And I'll try to figure something out. So... I finally got like my first like post Christmas paycheck and I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'll just buy like a decent mixer like um off Amazon. So I got it and I was like, fuck, now we need like some legit mics and I was like, hey dude, let's just meet up at like Guitar Center and like just buy like some like whatever mics we can plug in. 
So the story is we get to Guitar Center. We're standing around for like literally like an hour and like nobody wants to help us. Like I think they helped like little Yachty like like for like an hour and a half before they even yeah. like acknowledged our presence or whatever. And I was like, dude, we were just getting glanced over and like we yeah. were clearly there for microphones. Like we were looking at, we were like literally grabbing boxes and opening them and looking through them and nobody like batted an eye. They were just walking around us. Dude, I had no white privilege in yeah. fucking Guitar Center this day. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Like, now you know how I feel every day of my life. <laughs> yeah i must have been looking super mexican that day but so like i was like hey dude let's just like look at it like somewhere else or whatever plus like guitar center like i I loved you like as a child guitar center but like your prices are like too outrageous dude don't ever buy anything from guitar center yeah buy it on craigslist (laughs) and buy it on front porch music continue sorry i mean yeah so we go to like front porch or whatever like per your suggestion i was like you know what i've never been there like let's just go look and so we're like driving downtown and like we see like this bum masturbating like on the street <laughs> corner. <laughs> He's just like <laughs> He just pull like pulls his pants down like in front of like Rite Aid or whatever it was and just starts like whacking it, dude. Like Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's pretty <laughs> pretty hot. <laughs> you just started looking out in the distance, like you're just like reminiscing on it or whatever. Yeah, but, just like, yeah. yeah, so I was like, Oh wow, we're in it for a fucking treat now. So No, but anyways, we, we pull up to uh, go to front porch or whatever we walk in and as soon as we walk in the guy's like hey man how you guys doing or whatever and i swear to god it's jonathan davis's little brother or whatever. yeah and i'm like yeah man we just need a couple of microphones like we just kind of want to look around you know i never want to be like that customer that's always like i need you to tell me like every spec about this and yeah. i don't want to be like that presumption because i'm pretty sure like they're busy or whatever and so like let me do your thing because they did kind of look a little busy like they were stocking up or whatever yeah and so i was like i ah, will look or whatever like i already did my research on all the shit that we want and he goes I got the perfect one for you, man. We got this like $180 one. And I like immediately, like, my brain's like, ah, nah, it looks like we're going to be walking out here in two minutes. Yeah. And he goes, but I got this other one that's the same quality mic. And I was like, all right, you have me. And he goes, and it's only like 20 bucks, man. And I was like, all right. And then he said the name of it, which is like this Behringer one. And I was like, dude, that's the one I've been looking at yeah. on fucking Amazon. Yeah. And he was like, here he goes, man. And he starts taking it out of the box and showing us all the features or whatever. And he goes, hey, man, if you need a cord here, here's one for like six bucks. And it was the same cords we were looking at at Guitar Center. For like, like 30 bucks? Yeah, or like almost 40, dude. Yeah. I was just like, god damn. He goes, hey, yeah, man, I could wrap it up for you, man. I can even give you a discount. And he started taking out like some of like the parts that were like weak, like weak about it. And he yeah. goes, hey, man, I'll just throw on this other stuff for you, man. Yeah. And I was like, fuck it. We'll take it, dude. No, super chill super like the whole event took like 20 minutes and most of it had to do with us talking we, we ended up talking about the podcast with him yeah and then he's like yeah man bring down a flyer man we'll put it on the wall i was like they would never say that at guitar center like guitar no. center doesn't give a fuck they're just yeah. i really really good 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 experience at uh front porch music yeah so all, all musicians out there that are listening to this that want to stop by in bakersfield go to front porch music oh yeah man and check out our flyer they'll be there whenever eventually we make- flyers and shit when we get around to it (laughs) but anyways uh we're gonna be talking about unsolved mysteries today i guess so part deuce yeah two pretty excited man you dude you know what's crazy about this is like this is our second time around doing it but i'm glad we did it today yeah because today is actually the 31st anniversary of the actual show's fucking uh premiere yeah 31 years ago today that's pretty cool and ben yeah ben just posted that this morning so Oh shit, son! Yeah, Benjamin. Shout out to Damn. Benjamin. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, man, do you want to kick it off? Um, 
You know what? I think we should start right before we, we started recording. We talked about one of the local unsolved mysteries. Oh, yeah. So you want to start there? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you start off. Oh, okay. Because well, I don't know that much about it. I don't know shit about it either. It's just that's why it's a mystery, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's pretty mysterious. <laughs> yeah. Well, I get, okay. So going back to yesterday then, uh, last night, fucking out of nowhere, we just heard this big old sonic boom or whatever. Just You like, heard it? Yeah, it was huge. Just like boom. at nighttime, you heard it? Yeah, I heard it at night. And I've been hearing like fucking like I just figured it was like a gunshot or something like that. And I was just like, okay, yeah, we live on the east side. Someone probably got murdered or whatever. No big deal. Yeah. And so we go on this morning and there's this app called like the neighborhood app or whatever. And so it's like people always post like, oh, lost puppy here. Or I'm selling cupcakes for my daughter's fucking um, quinceanera or whatever. And like fucking um, we go on there and fucking like everyone's just posting about it. Like, hey, did you hear that? Boom. And, like, everyone starts talking about, like, yeah, I've been hearing these booms just, like, randomly every fucking day or whatever. And so I never hear these ones that go on, I guess, every day because fucking I'm at work or whatever. But I guess, like, on this side of town, like, there's just, like, these random booms that just happen. Yeah. And no one can explain it. And even, like, the local news stations start talking about it. They're just like, hey, we, we investigated with all the local businesses, all the local construction, and no one has any answers. And they even talk to, like, the city and the, the fucking county or whatever. And they're like, we don't know anything about it. Like, we don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what the fuck it is. If it's something, like, super, like, secret going on or, like... like I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that tie it into, like, Edwards Air Force Base and things yeah. like that. Um, my sister works downtown. And when I heard it, I heard it on, I want to say either Thursday around, like, 11 a.m. Uh -huh. And so I thought it was, like, a car accident. Because we work right off the freeway. I work way out by the airport. So it's oh, like... Oh, wow. So that's, like, on a whole other end. Yeah. So I was way out by the airport. And I heard it there. And I was just, I was just like, what the hell was that? Like, uh -huh. I just assumed it was, a, like, a car accident. Like, a semi crash into another semi. So when I go to my lunch, I see, like, the 17 News feed or whatever reporting, like, there's been a reportable loud boom heard throughout town. And, like, I'm reading the comments, and, like, people are like, I heard it downtown. I heard it on the east side. I heard it. So it was like. And they were, like, talking about how it, like, shook their house and stuff. Yeah, people. I didn't feel any shaking, but um, different people were saying that they felt, like, shaking and uh -huh. stuff. They saw, like, their patio table flip over because it was, like, that strong. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, man, I didn't feel anything. I did hear it, and it felt like, you know, like, it could have been closed. That's why I thought, like, a semi crashed on the freeway. So. Uh, I thought, I thought that's what it was gonna be. I, I I messaged my sister who works downtown, and she was like, I didn't hear anything. Wow. So that's the other th thing that's strange to me that some people were like, oh, I didn't hear anything. Like people that live on the east side. I asked my mom, she was, she lives on the east side, and she was like, I didn't hear anything at all. So that to me was strange too that it's so like selective. Or yeah, and it's funny you say that because uh, my dog Peppy, I've talked about this a couple of times. He has like really bad like anxiety like when it comes to like loud noises like anytime there's a pop or whatever anytime like you get excited like I remember one time the Cowboys beat the Steelers like a couple years ago or whatever and I jumped up and fucking yelled and he took out the back door and jumped over like six fences yeah. or whatever. I punched your dog the other day. Yeah, he did. He fucking squared him up. Dude. Well, because when we recorded the last one and Jesus rang the rang the doorbell. Yeah. He jumped. He was sitting on my lap and he jumped towards the door. <laughs> And you just, hit him with a right cross. Just, just this like natural reaction, like bam, straight flush to the face. <laughs> and he didn't even flinch. He just kept going, which tells me he's probably been punched before. Yeah. So that fool, my fucking dog's got a chin. So, yeah. but anyways, yeah. Any loud noises? Fourth of July, fucking New Year's Eve. Like he just goes like berserker mode. Like he's fucking Wolverine. Yeah. Well, anyways, like last night when we were laying in bed watching Black Mirror, we, I, that's when we heard the boom, and I was just like, holy shit, that was loud. 
and he didn't flinch an inch, dude. Like he was just sitting there, just like chills could be like, well, what the fuck's going on? Like, yeah. what are you guys getting all excited about? Yeah. And I was like, that's weird. Like, how could this dog usually gets like you can like make that clicking noise with your mouth, like, yeah. and he freaks out. And this boom went off, and he, like he didn't do shit. Like he just laid there, like it was nothing. Like he didn't yeah. even hear it. Well, there are sounds that are like more inclined for human ears type mm-hmm. of thing. So maybe it's that. Maybe it's something like that. Um, kind of switching topics to maybe a different topic completely. Um, there is like a phenomenon, like a worldwide phenomenon called trumpets in the sky. Uh-huh. And so where people will like, you can YouTube it. There's like lumberjacks in like in Canada. There's people like in Switzerland. There's people in Switzerland. 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 Uh, there's people in Texas, all over the world. People record these things where like they hear trumpets coming from the sky and no one can explain it and it sounds so creepy like it's just like these like out of tune trumpets like like and no and it's just like all these people like on their phones like recording it dude speaking of mormons that's the fucking trumpet of moroni yeah (laughs) people say like it's it's like the end of the world is coming when Mm -hmm. people when they say that some people say it's like weather phenomenon like maybe it's like the crackling and like clouds moving Mm -hmm. uh different People have different theories on what it could be. Some people say it's a complete hoax, and people are just like sampling like the sound that the that the aliens made in the movie World War, War of, of the, the Worlds, because it sounds very similar to that. Like it oh. just sounds that creepy, like very mechanical, like trumpets being manipulated with with that sound. So like people have different theories on it. Um, I don't think that I'm sure some of them are like complete fake. Yeah, because some of them look like. Like, the way someone would react on, like, a completely, like, fake, um, like, fake reactions. Like, you can tell when people are, like, legitimately freaked out. Yeah. And, like, when people are, like, oh, what is that? And that's, like, really <laughs> fake. Like, one of my favorite things to see is, like, when you see, like, UFO sightings or whatever. And you see, like, some, like, really hood-ass family recording. And they're, like, what the fuck is that? They're, like, flipping yeah. over. Like, you have, like, a lady, like, dancing on the table. Like, they're coming to take me, man. Like, <laughs> that, that reminds me of that Aziz Ansari joke where he's just like, if you ever want to see the most beautiful thing ever, it's when a black man reacts to magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, pulls a quarter out of the back of his ear. Whoa, what the fuck? fuck? That's oh, amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. You think that's amazing? Check your wallet. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. That, it's similar to that. Like, you, I like when I see UFO videos and there's, like, real reactions yeah. to it. And, like, multiple reactions and multiple angles and things like that. Like, to me, that kind of adds validation to those to those claims. But whenever it's just, like, one family and they're, like, the only ones in on it and their reactions are very, like, blase. Yeah. It's just, like, ah, uh, I don't know if I buy that. Yeah. But the trumpets in the sky has, like, this real, like, especially since it's worldwide. Yeah. And, like, there's, like, people that are, like, like, when I saw the lumberjack ones, that's probably the one that, like, sold me the most on it. Because it's, like, literally, all, like, all these lumberjacks, like, stop what they're doing and start mm-hmm. recording the sky because those trumpets are so clear. And it's just, it's fucking creepy as hell. No, 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 um, there's no scientific reason why that would be happening. Or, yeah. you know, some of them, some people say that it's, like, uh, tractors scraping metal and that's what makes that sound. And, like, somebody was like, oh, yeah, that's definitely it. Like, that's what it sounds like when tractors scrape metal, like, when they're trying to, like, remove concrete from, from, uh... Oh, the ground? From the ground, yeah. So, but I'm like, really? Because, like, there's no way, like, that every single case around the world is that. 
No, I doubt it. It's got to be something else or whatever. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. We just don't have an answer for it. It could be weather phenomenon. That's what a lot of people point to. Yeah. And it's like some unheard of weather phenomenon. Well, I know too. Like, like when it's getting ready to rain and stuff. Like speaking of like animals who can fucking like what what's audible to animals or whatever. I know every time like it's about to rain, I can always tell because like my fucking dogs they start acting a little bit different or whatever. They start yeah. like looking at the sky and it's like, what the hell are you looking at? And all of a sudden, like, okay, then it starts raining or whatever. Like, I'll be outside doing yard work or whatever. And then that one time during the summer when it ran, rained, like, really super hard or whatever, yeah, my dogs were, like, freaking out. They're, like, looking up at the sky and, like, running around the pool. And I'm like, what the hell is your problem? And all of a sudden, like, that monsoon came or whatever. So Yeah, that's – I'm sure you've seen, like, the whole, like, um, like animals in, and, like, earthquakes thing. Mm-hmm. How, like, they'll usually react to, like, earthquakes about to happen. It's, it's funny that you have, like, a tank full of fishes because a lot of people say, like, fishes are, like, the first animals to, like, realize that they're, there's going to be an earthquake because they start, like, going crazy, like, all of them. And so, like, um, uh, there's, like, a, I think there's, like, a video of, like, fishes in, like, um, like a pet smart or something like that, and they're all going, like, ape shit, and no one can figure out what it is. And then, like, 15 minutes later, there was, like, a big earthquake up north somewhere. Oh, wow. And so, like, um, yeah, so... That's always been interesting to me, like the fact that animals seem to be a little more like in tune with in nature. In tune with nature, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's like a frequency that we're not picking up. I think that's what it is because um, fucking, I was watching like some Discovery Channel shit or whatever, and I was talking about like there's like those like like a white noise sound. They're like it's only audible to like you know animals that can hear that or whatever. We can't hear it. Yeah. I definitely can't hear it because I blasted my eardrums fucking listening to fucking metal and gangster rap for like 20 years. But yeah. Fucking like it just like they like recreated like you know um, audio like right before like an earthquake's happening or whatever. And, like, someone, like, recording their daughter or whatever, and, like, you can hear, like, this faint, like, like little, like, so maybe that's what that trumpet thing is. It's, like, some kind of, we- like you said, weather phenomenon. Yeah. So. Well, I don't know. If I'm kind of just freestyling all of my things that I was probably going to talk about, but there is this thing called harp, and I don't know if you're familiar with it. I've, oh, yeah, like the weather manipulation or yeah. whatever? Yeah, so the weather manipulation. I, I know Alex Jones is big on it. <laughs> that's why I don't really, like, fucking lizard people coming to fucking molest your babies and turn you into a bunch of gays. Gay frogs. Yeah. <laughs> gay frogs <laughs> turn into freaking frogs gay. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a Christian. <laughs> I will fight you. I will come to your house and murder you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a Christian. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not something that I necessarily believe in, but there are, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, we would be, um, mm, I don't want to say ignorant. I'm trying to think of the correct word. We would be gullible to believe that no government around the entire globe has ever tried to manipulate the weather. Well, I'm pretty sure Russia has. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You know, I'm sure Nazi Germany was oh, yeah. big on that. Like oh, yeah. Nazi Germany was like having wanting to set up bases in Antarctica. 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 Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. English no. is our second language. Guys. I'm trying to think. I, I always trip up on all those like words. But yeah. So like antiquity. Antiquity. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So like they, you know, like the the Germans were always trying to set up military bases in there they're trying to like um and then the united states has that base in in alaska where people point to like that's what harp is like they're sending up signals to the uh, to the atmosphere uh heating it up and if you heat up one like percentage of it it messes the entire globe up oh wow yeah and, and so like that's what alex jones points to but um you know it is it, i feel like it's so open to the public like you can request a tour anyone can go request a tour as long as you do it like a month in advance but it's like why would they be that public about it if it's that top secret yeah and there was something i forgot which podcast i was listening to that was talking about it i want to say it was like joe rogan and he had eddie bravo on there who's a big nut job but he was saying that yeah you can't fly over certain areas of antarctica or whatever da, 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 da. like you know there's a worldwide like agreement that you know planes can't go over 
And I was like, well, well why would that be? And I tried to look it up, and I couldn't find anything on that to say that, mm. you know. That is actually true. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, but I couldn't find anything on it, but. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I think a lot of it has to do, I don't know if he knows that, but uh, the way fuel burns, mm. um, and same thing with cars, like fuel can, once it gets to a point that's so cold, because I think um, the temperature there can get to like below a certain, like below 32, which is already like 60, 60 degrees cooler than like water burns. But so anyways, the point of it is like a plane would crash because mm. that fuel wouldn't be burning anymore. Oh, okay. It'd be so cold. Which is logical, yeah. Yeah, and then there's only a certain amount of planes in the world that can actually travel. Like there's like a thing that you have to add to fuel to burn at that level. And that's super expensive. Like, there's only, like, three planes in the world that can do it. And why would you want to, like, for, like, basically an ice blanket, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, I think there'd be a lot of reasons why people... It's so unexplored. Mm -hmm. There's, like, there's uh, mappings of, like, things that look like structures that are buried under the ice. Oh, wow. So, like, you know, no one knows what it is. I'm just saying it kind of looks like a structure. If it follows the same... the Like, the, the pyramids of Giza... Like those three pyramids, mm -hmm. and then there's the exact same thing is like in Mexico and like the the yeah. or whatever. Like those three pyramids follow that same structure. Mm -hmm. There's uh, up some pyramids in, in China that have the exact same ones. Which, by the way, how come people don't really talk about the the Chinese pyramids? That's weird. Um, that's the first I heard about today. You know? Really, you never heard of that? No, that I know is, about the Mexican ones and then the the ones in Egypt or whatever. I mean, obviously, but and I like they always talk about how like oh, cause of Pangaea or whatever. Like yeah. at one point, like that was all one supercontinent or whatever. But oh, there's some massive pyramids in China. Oh wow. Um, I'm gonna Google that shit right now. Google the Chinese pyramids. We could shut that as a topic. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah. speaking of like the pyramids or whatever, what was those one? The Georgia Guidestones or whatever? Okay, yeah, go into the Georgia Guidestones now. So that is in Georgia, and. It's like a, basically this monument that was built in the, I think it was 1980. No one else who built it, but it is very New World Order-ish. Mm -hmm. um, and it basically has like these new Ten Commandments written in like the seven most popular languages or like eight most popular languages. I should have done research on it. But, <laughs> but um, it basically gives like these guidelines of what the world moving forward should be like. And it's like keep the population under five million people. Um, don't be a cancer on this earth. Um, don't be a fool for fake politicians so some of the some of them are like pretty hippie like one of them's like uh, live in harmony live, live in harmony with earth and so like I, I think a lot of people trip out on the keep the population in their uh, five, five million. 500 million or five million uh, which is more than we have on earth right now so people oh, trip five out billion, on yeah. five billion or something like that because I think we're at like six billion or something yeah or seven billion I don't know what it is but uh, we're over it and so a lot of people trip out on that. There's also a time capsule that's like, like 10 feet away from the actual structure, uh -huh. and that nobody knows when it's supposed to be opened or when it will be opened. Or the crazy thing you were telling me about last week, because this is our second run of the yeah. show or whatever, and I apologize, um, I fucked up that whole recording. Oh, or that's whatever. cool, man. I need to update my computer. But um, the crazy thing that you were saying is like just recently, I guess like when they were like doing a drone sweep of the area, oh. and like how there's like this blood mark coming off the top of like the stone or whatever. Yeah. It looks like fucking Stonehenge or whatever. Yeah, it looks like Stonehenge. And like all of a sudden, like it looked like one of those like sacrifice altars that you see like in that Mel Gibson movie Apocalyptico or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like this like big old, and it's obviously blood. It's not paint. It's not fucking, uh, fucking Easter egg coloring or whatever. It's fucking blood. Like if you've ever seen like a murder scene, like it looks like that. Like it's just like this, um, 
blood-stained, blood-soaked stone that just like has like this trickle of blood like going down it or whatever. It looks like it was like a sacrifice altar or something like that. Yeah. And like for it to be just built, you said like in 1980. Yeah, 1980. Wow, like that's like okay, I can see if it was like some 1700s type shit or whatever. Mm -hmm. It like that. Okay, okay, maybe it was like oh, some ancient druid civilization did it. Like no, this is like during the Reagan era that this shit was happening or whatever. Somebody got fucking like murdered there. I agree. I think somebody got murdered. Also, it has like these built-in holes where like they lined up with like the summer solstice and all this shit. Like, Uh so it's definitely someone put a lot of thought into the location of of that specific place in Georgia. Like it's in the middle of nowhere. It's not like it's in like. Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. It's like in like shit Rural middle of nowhere, yeah. There's like one road, hillbilly hangout. <laughs> so, um, a lot of people go to it on their way to Walt Disney World. Really? Yeah, because it's like that road will eventually take you to Walt Disney World. That's creepy as fuck. Uh, like, you're gonna go. <laughs> it's pretty creepy, man. <laughs> yeah, so that's basically the Georgia Guidestones. Pretty pretty interesting shit. Nice. What about you? What, you had a couple of... Uh, uh, mine are not as fucking as intense as this, so this is like when this... Uh, this podcast gets a little bit more funnier, but, um, oh, yeah, sorry, <laughs> well, I shouldn't say it's funny. It's just like a little less fucking lighthearted pun intended or whatever. But, um, yeah, this, like when we were doing research for this, uh, episode, like we were looking up unsolved mysteries and like for me, I don't really know a lot of unsolved mysteries or whatever. And like, I didn't want to just fucking just like pretend to be like interested, like in a couple of topics or whatever. So like, I was just perusing the internet and I found this, uh, website cracked or whatever. And they had like a whole article about, um, six unsolved mysteries or whatever. And I was just reading some of them. And the way they wrote it, like, was pretty cool. I dug it. And I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to do any justice by trying to, like, retell it or whatever and, like, try to make it, you know, as interesting as they did. So, for me, all I'm going to do is just read the article or whatever and just kind of give, like, little, like, fucking, like, Troy Aikman commentary on it. So. Yeah. <laughs> Troy Aikman. No, I should say Tony Romo commentary. Dude, his, his commentary is way better. Oh, yeah. Like, I wish he was doing the Vikings game today. He's doing the Patriots game. Oh, he is? Yeah. Nice. All right. Sorry, right, continue. Oh, okay, yeah. So, I'll be Tony Romo, my favorite quarterback. Yeah. So. <laughs> So this one's called A Cell Phone Found in a Cab Contains a Video of Four Unknown Men Being Murdered in the Middle of the Ocean. All right. So in 2014, a student got in a taxi cab in Fiji and found a cell phone someone else had left behind. Either wanting to locate the owner or hoping to find lewd photos, most likely a combination of both, he decided to look at the contents of the phone. What he found was a 10-minute video and then the the website proceeds to give you a little fucking YouTube link of a 10-minute video of four men being murdered while clinging to a wreckage in the middle of the ocean, surrounded by four ships. Over 40 rounds were fired into the victims, even as they raised their arms and surrender, while in an unidentified voice, he kept yelling, shoot, 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 in Mandarin. And again, like, there's, like, several, like, YouTube videos of this or whatever. So it's, like, a real shit that happened or whatever. Yeah. Um, over loudspeakers, and of course, the student posted that shit right to YouTube. So, and it's still there, like, which amazes me because like YouTube like got in trouble recently for that one kid or whatever that posted like the that uh, uh fucking suicide forest in Japan or whatever. Like, yeah. They like immediately like removed that shit, but no, this shit's like still there on YouTube. So, if you're feeling cool, <laughs> sorry. I don't listen a, to porn while I was. Uh, I just got an update on the on the Jaguars. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So who's winning right now? No, they haven't started. They start at noon. Oh, okay. So, anyways, to this day, no one has any idea who these people are. Authorities have ruled out one possibility of the video being a hoax, or like a viral marketing for a newfound footage movie, which I could kind of see. But no bodies have ever been found, and there's no official reports of an incident like this anywhere. They think the victims were pirates who tried to mess with the wrong fucking fishing boats. That's only a guess. The murderers haven't been identified either because it's not like they turned the cameras on themselves and posted for selfies. Oh, wait. 
No, that's exactly what they did. So then it proceeds to show like a YouTube video of like these like like grungy ass like you know Asian pirates like you know like being proud that they just like murdered like four yeah. people in the middle of the ocean or whatever. And they're taking like like little girl selfies too, like fucking like fourteen year olds like making duck lips or whatever. <laughs> like it's kind of fucking. They should hilarious. put filters like cat cat whisker filters or oh whatever. yeah those like thought pictures. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, like it, it looks like that, and like that's what's kind of creepy about it. It's just like they, the first part of the video is just like them just like unloading, like they're in fucking Boys in the Hood, like fucking Ricky, like yeah. and then the next part is just like they're just making duck face pictures, like with like murdered bodies in the background. Yeah. So fucking weird as shit. So, anyways, the only major clues in this video are a banner that says "Safety is number one" written in Mandarin, or how did they write that? Along with a registration number on the hull of a ship passing by in the background, that ship was eventually identified as a Taiwanese tuna vessel called Chun Chun One Two One Seven. The owner of this boat was tracked down, but had little information to offer since he owns over a dozen fishing vessels and claims that it's super hard to keep track of who lends them, who he lends them out to. Meanwhile, the Fijian authorities have pretty much taken of a not our problem um, stance since they've had no reports of any missing mariners or believe the murders didn't occur on their turf. Oh, well, at least they tried. Mm. You know, the first time you told me that story, I was like, I was pretty baffled and I was like, well, this is like some snuff film, deep web shit. Yeah. But I, I kind of like think that that's what it sounds like. It sounds like it's, it's like a, like some pirates that were trying to get a hold of maybe like a tuna fishing ship. Yeah. And weren't expecting them to like be packing heat. Yeah. And so that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And it, it also makes sense that a Taiwanese government would not be interested in trying to solve a murder. No. <laughs> since you can get away with anything. It reminds me kind of like, a, um, like one of those like, like a gangster movies or whatever, like where like, you know, like the police force, they're racist or whatever. And they're not trying to like, um, solve like any like like hood murders or whatever like they're like how come you haven't solved like uh, the murder of my baby like oh well he was in a gang or whatever like you guys can just like kill each other like like all those like lapd like movies or whatever about like the crack wars in the 80s or yeah. whatever and they're like well just let them kill each other they're all fucking criminals anyway less work for us yeah. or whatever. so i think that's like kind of maybe what it was it was just like well just pirates getting with their just do or whatever like pirates like, being pirates yeah <laughs> goddamn johnny Depp. Ah, they had what they were coming. Yep. So, yeah. and that's a real thing. A lot of people don't even realize that pirates are still out there in the seas. Like, what's that one movie with the I'm the Captain No? Oh yeah, like with Tom Hanks or yeah. whatever. What's yeah, this movie called like Captain Captain Motherland. <laughs> Captain Hook. Captain Hook. Something like that. Like, I mean, it's just, um, like that's a real thing. Like, I would not be surprised if pirates were trying to board a. a a vessel, probably like a tuna. The other ship was a tuna ship? Yeah, I said it was a tuna vessel. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's like, you know, multiple like little tuna ships all hanging out together. So this is the way I'm visualizing this. Yeah. So like a couple of ships surrounding some dudes and they're in the water and they're just shooting down at it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's what I assume was happening. And those dudes were just fucking way outgunned by those yeah. guys. Because you got to think like here in America or whatever, if like a 7-Eleven store owner, if he's got like a fucking shotgun or whatever... To like war against like fucking um, you know like people robbing him or whatever, yeah. which is like the story of how I got shot for the first time. Yeah, true. I was trying to rob a fucking convenience store. But anyways, that's a story for another time. But um, no, yeah, I can see like if convenience store owners here have guns, like I can totally see like you know some like fishing boats or whatever having like fucking 
like fucking AKs and shit, like fucking get ready to fucking strap because they're not gonna fucking want to get like pirated for their fish or whatever. So. And it would make sense too why they would be like taking selfies after. Because if I killed a fucking pirate, <laughs> I'd be taking selfies right after too. Yeah. I just killed. Because how many how many how many times have you killed a pirate? None. You're, none. So if I killed the pirate. I accidentally broke a Pirates of the Caribbean DVD once. Oh, that's where did you take a selfie right after? Holding the Pirates of the No, I will say this, though. <laughs> and I'll leave the names out of it or whatever. But we have a mutual friend or whatever. And her dad had a poster and a DVD of this uh, pornographic film. Um, it was like a Pirates of the Caribbean oh, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I just, it just hit me. It was, yeah. yeah. And I was like, wow, that's super creepy or whatever. Yeah. And so, like, we're, for whatever reason, in that garage or whatever... And so, like, I went to, like, I was looking at the, the DVD cover, and the DVD slipped out or whatever, and for whatever reason, I accidentally cracked it or whatever, and I was oh, like, oh, dude, oh, shit. He's going to be super pissed off when he goes to whack off. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, so I just, like, secretly just slipped it back in, and I was like, I'll let the friend get in trouble for this. Dang, dude. Well, he had it coming. He yeah. had it He had it too exposed. Yeah. Um, you hide that under your, like, socks. Yeah, man. What are, you, what are you, not a teenage boy? Yeah. No, he was super proud, and he was married and all that shit. Yeah, man. Anyways, uh, my my uh, next story is uh, I didn't do this one in the original one because I told you I was gonna switch it up. Okay. So this is the story of Bruno Borges, the 24-year-old Brazilian, who uh, he's a college student, and um, he comes from a pretty well-off family, um, and so he was borrowing money from his parents for a good year prior to prior to him going missing. So he was borrowing money, going to school. Uh, he kept telling his parents that he was working on a book, and apparently the book was so good that he let his mom. Uh, read some of it, and his mom is like an English professor. Mm-hmm. His mom reads the book, and she's like, "Oh my God, this is like the most genius thing I've ever read." So she lets him borrow more money, so she so he can continue working on his book. He um, uh, he borrows the money, and then one day he goes completely missing. So the police go to his apartment, and once they open the apartment, they find his his apartment is like wall to wall covered in like his working his the writings that he's been doing. He has a giant statue of some, like, like 18th century or 17th century. I don't fucking know. I didn't do the research. Um, <laughs> we'll say 17th century. 17th century, century. Some 17th century monk in the like some, like, some random sculpture in the middle of his living room of that dude. And um, he has, like, a drawing, like, some painting. Like, someone painted this drawing of him hanging out with, like, all these aliens he has like these like all the chapters of his book written out like in like these like weird like uh hand sculpted like little wooden things like every page is like made from it's like individual like wooden little piece of wood and it's it's actually really beautiful like if you ever like look into like the actual pictures of his room uh-huh. like it looks like you're in like a museum like it's so well like put together like very artistic Curated. yeah very very um stimulating to the eyes Ooh. so um anyway so the mystery goes wild like they start they start putting the little cookie crumbs back together they find footage of him running running away they they uh find this lady who said she made him like a cloak like a white cloak that looked just like the white cloak that was the picture of him hanging out with those aliens um in the middle of this, he he's missing for like two years. So his family actually, people are so interested in this case that his family actually puts the book out into publication. And the book does really well. Like it becomes a bestseller. And um, up until, I think it was about two months ago. And this is actually why I was going to like pull this out of the, from the original yeah. story. Up until about two months ago, they find 
um, they find him back at his parents' house. Like, he's totally, like, sickly looking now. He looks like he's lost about, like, 50 pounds. Um, I need to get on that diet. Yeah, I know. He's lost about 50 (laughs) pounds. He looks like he's dying. Everyone's, like, baffled by this. And um, there's been very, very little information since he's come back. So... People are people are asking like did he did he join a cult was he like suckered into joining this cult was he giving them his parents money he also had that giant statue of that eight seventeenth century uh, <laughs> monk so people want to know like is that what he paid for like did he did he run away try to join a cult um, like this alien based cult and why did he do this because he seemed like a very smart guy who wrote this really complex book and that people were loving mm-hmm. by the way i don't know what the name of the book is again no research yeah <laughs> so um i'm i was pretty fascinated by it i was more fascinated before they found him because now i feel like why are we not asking him questions yeah like we need to go ask this fucker questions we've been fascinated for him by the last two years of this um so now it's mostly like let's get to the bottom of this shit now now that we can well, for me, I think, like, when you were telling me this, or when you just said this right now, um, remember yesterday, like, when we were, like, driving to Guitar Center, and I was telling, for whatever reason, like, we got on this subject and um, about mental health or whatever, Yeah. and I was telling you about my um, my cousin's dad, how mm-hmm. he had schizophrenia or whatever, and, like, he was, like, this amazing artist, like, he could draw, like, the most, like, beautiful fucking portrait of you, like, it'll be exact um you know like it's like you're looking like an actual like photograph or whatever and he could draw that shit out and color it in and it looks exactly like you or he can flip it and make the most beautiful abstract art there could be you know like you know like picasso or something like that yeah and like i mean he was just this well-rounded like you know artist and so i guess like something happened like he had like brain surgery or something like that and it totally like flipped his wig and so he started talking about like how he like had all these encounters with aliens and it was very in depth, like these like stories, like that he would tell. Um, and the reason why I knew about this stuff too is because like when his my cousin's mom and dad when they divorced or whatever, like my mom had to supervise visits um, with the children, my cousins or whatever. So I'd, I'd be I'd be around this and I'd hear these stories like every weekend or whatever. And like he would talk about like how aliens abducted him and then they like they they split his like penis like in fourths or whatever and they removed all the insides and inserted like this like um antenna probe or whatever in there just hearing that like yeah like but it was like very in-depth too so it wasn't like this like just bullshit story that like some crazy man told like yeah no like you like you would believe like this is like an actual account and like you know how you're talking about earlier about like the trumpets in the sky or whatever and like how like there's like these organic reactions like his reaction was is just like this is like in depth reaction to it. It was mm-hmm. just like you know, just like very detailed, very organic, you know, like scared. Like you can tell how scared he was during this time period, like when he was retelling like these. And so he he drew pictures of all this stuff too. Like like I said, very in depth, very detailed or whatever. And so my whole point of this is just like maybe that's where it was at. You know, like this guy, this Brazilian guy, like the mind is such a weird and complex thing that he, maybe he just went into that place, you know? Yeah. Maybe a tad bit of schizophrenia. I don't know, but it, yeah, it's very possible. Like I've told you that story about that guy who suffered some head injury and he was in a coma for a long time. And mm-hmm. while he was in the coma and he was in the coma for like, maybe like a week or something while he was in the coma, he had this whole life that he had lived where he thought he had married a woman and he had a child and all those things. And when he woke from the coma, 
like he still struggles with that like he he misses his wife and he misses his child that he never had yeah so like the mind has like this weird way of like even though it didn't happen i could see how like you know the whole organic reaction thing or yeah. whatever you know it's, it's it is very hard to fake but at the same time i could see how the mind will fake it it's, it's way to like it's almost like when you're dream, like having a dream like you're falling or whatever or you have like this intense dream like i remember one time i had a dream like i was getting shot at or whatever uh-huh. and i immediately like wake up like i'm in, like in this like deep sweat or whatever my heart's racing and it feels like i just like survived like you know like jesus like i just survived like a las vegas shooting or something yeah. like that and it's just like no i was in my bed like comfortably in like my comforters or whatever my dog and my girlfriend are laying next to me or whatever but i mean yeah like i you can totally see that. Like the mind is such a weird fucking playground right there. Yeah. The mind. What a concept. Yeah. Gun control. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what's your next topic? Right. Well, it's not about guns. So. Oh. <laughs> By the way, like I'm looking at this website, and like to the right of it, like there's all these like like clickbait ads or whatever, and like who like the girl from Harry Potter or whatever? Hermione or yeah. whatever. And so like the the caption is 15 nerdy female characters who are actually insanely sexy. And so anyways, it's like this Photoshop picture of like Hermione is like eight years old, and then like next to it is like. 20 years later, like, like you could tell, like, someone photoshopped her body to, like, some Playboy or whatever. <laughs> it's, like, but it's, like, I'm very distracted right now, so. Anyways, this next story is called, A Young Man Goes Missing and His Remains Are Found in a Chimney on an Abandoned Cabin Seven Years Later. So, in May of 2008, 18-year-old Josh Maddox, a chill dude by all accounts, mm-hmm. left his home. <laughs> chill dude. Chill dude by all accounts, brother. Uh, left his home in Woodland Park, Colorado, and was never seen again. His disappearance remained a mystery until seven years later when a cabin was only a quarter mile from his Maddox's red is like, Dude, I totally fucking butchered that. No, 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 you're good. No, 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 no. Yeah. Keep going. His disappearance remained a mystery until seven years later when a cabin only a quarter mile from Maddox's residence. Okay, yeah, they fucked up uh, writing this. I'm, it's not no, 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 it's, it's them. You're doing good. You're doing good. I'm doing good research on my topic, so oh, okay. go for it. No, no, it's not. <laughs> I'm listening to you. I'm actually doing really good at multitasking right now. Good job. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Maddox's residence was about to be demolished. No, they did a poor job of writing this, so. Demolished, dot, dot, dot. And a mummified corpse was found inside the chimney. It would appear to be, a f- it would appear to be in a fetal position. Yeah, whoever wrote this fucked up. The body was eventually identified as that of Josh Maddox, and we haven't gotten to the weird part yet. It gets weirder. Officially, the coroner ruled Maddox's death an ac- Damn it, see, there they go again. Officially, the coroner ruled Maddox's death accidental, and he came up with a rather horrifying scenario. The young man attempted to slide down the chimney, but would end up getting stuck and died in there. And in this case, the story hasn't. And in case this story hasn't already ruined your Christmas forever, the coroner even used the phrase "Santa Claus style" to describe it. No real explanation was offered for why Maddox would have climbed into the chimney in the first place. But the biggest question was whether it was even physically possible. The cabin's owner insisted that when the chimney was originally built, a heavy steel mesh rebar was installed near the top in order to keep animals out. Was Maddox's desire to get into that damn chimney so intense that he hulked out and pulled the rebar away? I don't know. So anyways, and then, like, the, the article proceeds to, like, show all these, like, uh, newspaper uh, articles that you can still click on. Just go to Cracked and uh, look this up. And it shows, like, you know, the Denver Post or whatever, and then Pike Peak Courier or whatever, like, where this all happened or whatever. And you can yeah. read all about it or whatever. And um, so all this is, like, verified by the fake news. So um, Was the guy's name Stephen Maddox? Uh, is that his name was? The first name? You go back up because I was so... Josh Maddox. Josh Maddox. Oh, even douchier. Yeah. <laughs> But he was a, kill, a chill dude by all accounts. Chill dude. What's up, Josh? Your buddy, Josh. <laughs> all right. And then there was a matter of his clothes, or lack thereof. When Maddox's body was found, the only piece of clothing he had was a thermal T-shirt, and the rest of his clothes were found folded neatly next to the fireplace inside the cabin. Maybe, seeing that he couldn't access the chimney from the roof, he stripped butt-ass naked and climbed in through the fireplace. 
Two problems with that, though. One, the owner had dragged a large wooden breakfast bar in front of the fireplace, blocking it. And two, that's nuts because the doors and all the windows mentioned in this cabin were locked. And also, Maddox didn't use any drugs. Hmm. So, the first time I heard this case... Well, I'm not done yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, did a practically strong murderer kill Maddox? Move to the cumbersome... <laughs> move the cumbersome stuff blocking the chimney and stuff his body there, folded his clothes, and then move the 1,000-pound breakfast bar nook back in front of the cabin? If so, no one can prove it. While there have been many rumors that a currently incarcerated man wants to brag about killing Maddox... There was no sign of trauma on his body and no hard evidence of foul play. So officially, his death is still considered to be accidental and destined to remain the only story involving a chimney more traumatizing than that of... I don't know why they put this on the end of this, because I don't know what the fuck they're talking about, but it says more traumatizing than Phoebe Cates' monologue from Gremlins. I don't remember her monologue from Gremlins. I just remember her being hot. She was hot? Yeah, she was very hot. Okay. Anyways, (laughs) you were saying... Um, so the, the trippiest part about this whole thing is the fact that his clothes was indoors inside the, inside the house and folded neatly by the fireplace. Yeah. That's the trippiest part about it. So right away, I feel like this is murder. Murder. There's no way this isn't murder. Um, because let's say in a hypothetical situation, he gets naked, folds his clothes neatly. He's somehow already inside the house. It's locked, by the way. Yeah. He somehow gets in there, and then he locks himself out, and then he's like, oh, shit, it's cold out here, and he's locked himself out, and now he's trying to get back in through the chimney, like, already. But he would have saw, too, that the chimney was blocked by this, like, thousand-pound, like, breakfast fucking yeah. wood thing or whatever. Desperation, so. though. Yeah. But at the same time, like, didn't, like, getting on the chimney, going in, Santa Claus style? Is that yeah. head first or feet first? I think we discussed that the other time too. It's like, what is that? Um, if all fucking cartoons are correct, feet, uh, first. feet first. Okay. That's fucking intense. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what I was thinking too is maybe he was trying to like get a groove on or whatever in the cabin or whatever. Uh huh. And like, he was only a quarter mile from his house and he was only like, I believe, 17 years old or whatever. So obviously he couldn't bone this chick like in his parents' house. So he's yeah. like, hey, bro, I know a good place I can bone you at. Like, he was a chill dude. Like, yeah, he was a chill dude. So. <laughs> <laughs> to go to this like abandoned cabin or whatever but the thing is like the doors were still locked like when they went to fucking um, yeah maybe the girl did they, you know what i've never thought about that maybe the girl somehow had access to get in maybe and then maybe or maybe he would well that doesn't make sense why his clothes would be inside yeah but maybe the girl panicked and like left him there maybe she's like you're fucked we're gonna get caught i'm out of here Later, Josh. <laughs> you were chill while you lasted. But then, like, the whole thing about the rebar on top of the chimney or whatever. Like, yeah. It was, like, this, like, big thing, like, to keep, like, animals out or whatever. So, mm-hmm. like, they're in the middle of fucking woods or whatever. So, like, bears and mountain lions or whatever the fuck else is out there. If they, if they put something in there heavy enough for fucking them not to be able to get that shit out, how the fuck could Josh, a chill dude by all accounts, fucking get that out? And that's on top of the chimney? That's on top of the chimney. So... And he was already in the chimney. He was in the chimney. So here's okay. Here's another hypothetical. And how would like a girl or whatever do that too? Oh man, I'm not to say like a girl can't do it. I'm sure there's. Yeah, we're gonna get so much hate mail now. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, for the record, we went to the or you went to the women's world march. So yeah, women's march. What's up? Um, I'm trying to think what could possibly maybe he was in there and he's like I should try to get out. Mm, maybe. And then. But then who fucking pushed the breakfast nook back in front yeah, of the chimney? Yeah, that's the, the chimney. Part. So. 
I have no idea. That's why it's an unsolved mystery. Unsolved is is correct, sir. The whole time, like I've been trying to like fucking do it in Robert Stack's voice or whatever. So. Uh, by the way, it's like the twenty year anniversary or something like that. Thirty first anniversary. Thirty first, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is a good unsolved mystery. I'm trying to think. Like, I feel like I feel dumb for being so stumped on what it could be. It's like one of those like riddles where like you have to take a a hen, a fox, and like corn with you and figure out how to get it across the river. And you know, <laughs> there's a way, but the hen will eat the rice or I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, my last story is uh, the story of Polybius, the the urban legend video game that happened in 1981 in the suburbs of Portland, Oregon. And um, this is one that I was fascinated for a long time, so much so that last time I was in Portland, I decided to go check out their local arcade, which is, well, their biggest local arcade, which is Ground Control in, like, downtown Portland, which is where a lot of people said that the, the Polybius game was actually brought to. So, um, to give you guys some more research, some more uh, background, Polyvius. Polyvius was a video game that um, sprouted up in in the suburbs of Portland, Oregon, in 1981, and it was only there for about a week. And a lot of people were saying that um, it was it was such an addictive game that kids were playing nonstop. Uh, reports of kids getting seizures while playing it um, were happening. Uh, kids were having nightmares. From playing the video game it was uh and also there were reports of men in black coming to gather data so will smith yeah and tommy lee jones yeah we should do an episode on men in black men in black's like a real phenomenon dude not to get off topic real quick but i was getting my hair cut or whatever and they were, we were talking and my barber he's a big like uh philadelphia eagles fan he was talking about how excited he is like he feels like if they win the fucking super bowl or whatever which they have a chance i guess of doing uh-huh. he's like he's like saying he goes man can you imagine that party and i was like trying to think like okay philadelphia like in fucking february or whatever and he goes man it'd be so dope mark Wahlberg will be there they'll have it in front of the rocky statue and i was like why mark Wahlberg? he's a patriots fan i know and i was like i don't know where you're getting that from i was like wouldn't you what i mean who's like the most popular like people from philadelphia like alan iverson and dr dre and he's like dr j and he was like no man think about that concert dude will smith would play all the fucking hits and i was like dude that sounds fucking horrible and shit. yeah he's gonna get up there it's like we are the men in black <laughs> getting jiggy with it na, 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 na. i do not want to see carson Wentz getting jiggy with it yeah i'm trying to think there's nothing cool from philadelphia rocky and that's it i was like mm, code orange they're from pittsburgh and then like fucking instead of like a like I made a joke too I was like so you mean to tell me like because I went to the Lakers parade when we won the fucking when they won the championship and they had like taco trucks and taco carts everywhere and I was like that was sick and then I was like what are they gonna have like Philly cheesesteak carts everywhere oh, like that's, that's pretty, actually kind of cool I thought, that's cool but then like the whole Will Smith thing kind of kills it though I'm trying to think I'm sure there's like a lot of Philly like stuff going on Rocky I'm sure they'll play the Rocky theme a lot Alan Iverson is just crossing fools yeah. over in the street <laughs> that's pretty cool. Anyways, Polybius. Um, yeah, so Polybius. So, um, so the whole the whole allure is set up now. Um, so it dies down, and it's not until like I think 2006 where somebody posts on this like forum saying, "Hey, I worked on Polybius. It was a real thing. Uh, we had to shut it down because kids were having seizures." And um, sorry about that. Basically, <laughs> like so. Once that happened back in 2006. 
And that's around the time I heard about it. I heard about it in like 2008. And so like in 2008, I was like totally fascinated with this. So like I made it a goal to go to Portland and check out Ground Control and ask my questions. So I, I when I went to Ground Control to ask questions, they were like basically telling me how potentially it could have happened, but nobody remembers it. Um, a lot of people were saying that there were cabinets still like floating around in the Portland, Oregon. Port, um, so like I wanted to check it out. I couldn't find anything. Didn't really have time because I was going to go see Tool that night. Um, trying, to, trying to remember what else was cool about Polybius in Portland. That's pretty much it. Well, so, didn't they say, though, like it was something like, like MK Ultra? Like they were testing because it was like in 1980, early 1981, or, yeah. Yeah, like so like they were trying to like, okay, like get people like addicted to this to survive like a, an apocalypse or something like that. Yeah, some people thought it was a recruiting tool because the game was so difficult that if you had these like motor reflexes to like manage your way through an entire game like this, um, the government might have use for you in like some type of like cyber war game, you know, um, Again, it's the 80s, so, like, what's that game? Uh, the movie War Games? Did you ever see War Games? No. It's a pretty good movie, actually. It's, it's a pretty good pay-per-view. War Games? Yeah. I don't get it. It's a, it's, it's a it's wrestling pornography? Joke. Yeah. Oh, pornography. Okay. But a little bit of both. Okay. Well, War Games is a really good movie from the 80s. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so a lot of people, I don't know if people just, you know, like, that was what they were their conclusions were that maybe this is the government trying to like recruit kids um and which i wouldn't doubt like i wouldn't doubt if that was like a real thing because you look at things going on today like modern day like um i don't know if you know what cicada cicada 3301 is i heard about it so it's basically like this online puzzle and it's so complex like you have to be able to like um you have to know how to write code you know how to break codes you know have to have history music history like literature history and it's so complex and a lot of people think that maybe this is like a branch of the government trying to recruit like these like super intellectual like individuals that know their way around the internet mm -hmm. and um and so maybe that was the 80s version of that like yeah. if you can beat this game we might have use for you in you the government the cia yeah. yeah so i don't know i mean there's there's people that don't even believe that it happened. Some people are like, that never happened. Like, there was no such thing. You guys are confusing it for, like, Space Invaders or, like, um, other, like, 80s games. And there were some reports around the the Portland area in the 80s of kids getting sick. There was a, I think I told you about the kid who played, like, Space Invaders for, like, 26 hours because he was trying to break the record. And then he got, like, a stomach ache, so he had to go to the hospital. Um, there were kids who were... One kid did have a seizure in Portland, and a lot of people think that that's the, where that urban legend started of like wow. video games being bad for you. So I don't know, man. Pretty pretty strange. No, there's no. You you'll find a lot of bullshit online now because like, yeah, because it's so. There's actually the Nine Inch Nails video for the less than. It's basically a girl playing Polybius, mm -hmm. and that that's a pretty cool video. So um, yeah, I mean it has its cult following now, so it's kind of hard to find actual facts. Yeah, so it's probably been diluted so much, but I could totally see that happening though. Because any kind of because like the 80s, you know, like or late 70s towards the early 80s, like that's like when that whole like fucking arcade video game phenomena like just like skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. Of course, the, the fucking government they're gonna want to fucking dip their toes in there any way possible that they can, maybe you know, to control the youth, maybe to fucking, um, you know, like you said, recruit, you know, like FBI agents and CIA or whatever, because you know, that would make sense or whatever. We're in the midst of the Cold War. 
um, we're gonna need you know the best and the brightest to fucking fight this you know so yeah well, I can see that yeah the Reagan era there's a lot of shitty shit going on <sighs> yeah I don't trust anything with Reagan no he's a white devil <laughs> <laughs> how white people are though you got any more or you got any more? Well, I just got the, the last one. Oh yeah go for it yeah so this one is called a human heart is found in a ziploc bag and no one knows where the well it says hell so I'm gonna say fuck and no one knows where the fuck it came from <laughs> so in August of 2016, a pair of EMS workers were taking a break at a gas station convenience store in Norwalk, Ohio. When their work followed them there in a rather grisly way, they noticed a Ziploc bag in a nearby field, which it turned out to contain a human heart uh, with a 95% certainty. Then it posts like a little link, you know, showing like the actual like picture of the heart that they found. And then it shows yeah. like, because a lot of people are like, well, it could have been a pig heart. It could have yeah. been a fucking octopus heart. It could have been a, a monkey heart or whatever. And it just shows like... All these other hearts or whatever, and so it says, well, 95% certainty, uh, this is a human heart. So, well, shit, someone's getting fired over this one, right? But it gets weirder. Things took on a creepy vibe when officials tried uh, to match the heart up with a body and just couldn't. Even after the story got coverage in the media, no one ever came forward to claim any misplaced body parts. Norwalk is such a small rural town not known for many homicides or violent crimes, and there are no reports of grave robberies or dead bodies which were missing their tickers. Worse yet, since the heart was fresh and had few signs of decomposition, it had likely been removed from its owner shortly before the workers stumbled upon it. Investigators looked into the possibility that the heart might have been lost accidentally during a transit, and it's not uncommon for organs to be transplanted after autopsy. Who knows? Maybe there was some dude waiting for a heart transplant somewhere, awkwardly checking his watch and saying, I'll give him another 20 minutes, but, <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. However... <laughs> <laughs> Unless there was some serious budget cuts in the local organ, dorning, organ donation services, it's highly unlikely that anyone would have been transporting a human heart in a Ziploc bag. So obviously, the most terrifying explanation here is that some serial killer lost one of his trophies, and then there's a murder victim out there who had their heart removed and has still not been found. That or the thuggy cult now branches in rural Ohio. I don't know who the fuck the thuggy cold is, but I'm assuming... Me neither. I don't know what the hell I'm that assuming is. that's where Kano from Mortal Kombat came from. So. Colonel Fart. So, I don't know. When we first brought it up, uh, we were trying to figure out what it could be. Because you brought up that a human heart, like, that fucking uh, decomposes, like, very quickly, right? Yeah. It's... Actually, it decomposes the slowest. Oh, really? Never yeah. mind. So, um, that's... I, I feel like it's kind of hard to tell how long that might have been in there. Mm-hmm. But I did bring up that you know there is an illegal um, black market, the black market like uh, organ transfer scenario where like they'll go kill a homeless guy for you to try to get something that you might need like an organ. Yeah, that's like a real thing, man. Um, We live in a scary world, Um, so you know I could see how like I was I would search more than just like. The article points out that there were no like grave robbings or anything like that, but imagine this: like, you see a healthy dude at the gym, and you're like, someone's paying me like half a million dollars to find him a healthy heart. Uh, I'm gonna go kidnap this dude. I would have done research on like missing people, like healthy missing people, and then someone fucks up because obviously like that's not something that is that common, but just common enough that yeah. some shit's going on. So like if if someone's like, okay, this guy is like. And is like mid to early twenties, looks healthy, looks like he's working out every day. Gonna go kidnap him, take his heart. Fuck, I lost the heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I would I would have done more research on missing people there. They focus on on like just dead that town, yeah. yeah. But um, that is a big market. And I think we brought it up the first time we recorded yeah. this. Well, well, we brought up kidneys. Kidneys are the most sought after like organs. Yeah. In the black market, so, um, and then we brought up the really tragic thing about how like you know people will go to like south american countries or india india's like big on that where like people will pay them like a really low amount of money like 400 dollars for a yeah. kidney and then now they have to live the rest of their life with one kidney yeah there's a documentary actually on hbo that i brought up and it's um yeah it's a it's about that whole industry like these um i guess uh figuratively speaking like rich um people or whatever and it's just to me it's like a um commentary commentary about how like impatient we become like as a society or whatever but i mean if you need a kidney really bad of course like you're not gonna want to i mean that's how freaking uh, walter payton died you know he needed a transplant mm -hmm. and um he died waiting for one so um but like it was just talking about how these rich folks like they don't want to be on this list or whatever so like they're willing to do anything to get um these organs um that they need transplanted to them so they'll pay, pay whatever money they can or whatever and there's this doctor i think he's from afghanistan or something like that he'll arrange like somebody from like thailand or like these south american countries to give up one of their organs um, mostly like the, like the kidneys or whatever, because you can label that one kidney or whatever. And so it was the whole documentary um, focused on this area of Thailand or whatever, like this whole like community, like they basically, they just give up their kidneys or whatever, because it's so poor that like whatever money that they can get for it, they'll do it because $900, like that'll last them like a couple years or whatever. And so like they say that like these rich people or even middle-class people or whatever will hire this guy, yeah. uh, give some of the money to these people or whatever, and they think that they're helping them out or whatever. And they'll like meet like in a neutral third country like Switzerland or something like that, and you know they'll get the kidney transplant. But one of the saddest stories on there was this one guy, um, you know he really needed a kidney transplant or whatever. Um, talks to the doctor or whatever. Guy gets in contact with his uh, connections like in Thailand. Guy gives up his kidney. He's like so grateful and it documents all this on the HBO thing. He's so grateful. And he goes, man, I have like six kids. You know my wife. You know like we're barely making it. You know one of our children had already died from mal malnutrition or whatever. So we really need this money. So you know I'm giving up this kidney. You know to you know save our family basically. And so they do the surgery or whatever. Guy, white dude gets his fucking kidney or whatever. He thinks it's all it's all good or whatever. And so it gets revealed at the end of the documentary that the guy from Thailand who gave up his kidney or whatever also has end-stage renal disease as well. So he has kidney failure as well. So, so the kidney he gave up to the guy is a bad kidney. That yeah. guy dies, and then the guy that fucking gave up his kidney, obviously he loses his fucking life yeah. as well, too. So. Yeah. Bet he feels like a dickhead. Yeah. Damn! Fuck. Just, when you're, it's your time, it's your time, man. You can't fight God, man. Yeah. Can't anyway. fight nature. <laughs> Human nature. Hashtag Michael Jackson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... Anyways, man, that's that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got, man. So, yeah. you got any said shout it, outs or anything? Um, no, just the guy at uh, fucking Front Porch Music. Yeah, Thanks shout for out these to Front Porch Music. We'll have to buy two more from you, so we'll get your name yeah. later and we'll shout you out. So. Oh, yeah. But anyways, everybody, keep liking and subscribing our fucking podcast and sharing with your friends and family and all that good stuff. And um, hopefully we'll be able to do more. Yeah, man. Tell us if you uh, like this new sound quality. Yeah. Because we're both really thrilled about this. Yeah. So makes me want to do two a week now. Yeah, we could probably start doing two a week. <laughs> Maybe. 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 We'll see. So, send us topics if there's any topics that you guys want us to. We won't necessarily pick them if they suck. Yeah. Because I'm not doing Kardashian stories. Nah, me either. But, um, but yeah, man. Yeah. And then also, too, I just want to acknowledge, um, I apologize to another local podcast that might think they were. <laughs> Stealing we're their shit. Stealing their shit. We're not. And you're not stealing our shit either. We're just, it was a joke. Yeah. They kind of gave us a little, like, uh, side rib 
on their latest Cyber episode. Cyber Nudge. I like how they were like, I don't fucking remember their names. Yeah. Whatever. It's like a dumb name. Even though they like and follow us and fucking comment on all my shit, but I let them be. But anyways, guys, just keep listening, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. Have a good night or whatever time of day it is. Yeah. Go Jaguars. I'm going to pee. For every mystery, there is someone somewhere who knows the truth. Perhaps that someone is watching. Perhaps it's you. full blast and then mine is just like a little bit comfortably like i'm a stand-up comedian i'm jacob pixton coming straight out of east bakersfield at the comedy store i'm gonna open up for joe rogan next tuesday uh, i'm gonna be at the bus stop uh hanging off flyers for uh how jesus christ is black from 7 p.m to 10 o'clock at night till the police catch me I guess I'll be there come see me y'all masturbating next to the guy by the Fox Theater you know if you're gonna have if you're gonna masturbate at least have a decency to masturbate against the wall <laughs> so that's my motto when it comes to masturbating amen <laughs>